Hey, what's up, BGIM Podcast family? Welcome back. We're here with Season 5, Episode 1. It's your host, Dante Ramos, and I'm here with a special guest, multi-award winning screenwriter, Tony Fernandez. Tony, how are you? I'm doing very, very well in yourself. Happy to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here, too. Um, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Antoinette Fernandez, but everyone calls me Tony. For short, I'm sure you see why, because I have a long name, a long first name and last name. Um, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, I've been doing um, screenwriting for quite some time now. My first project I started with was Still Got the Juice, which was back in 2016, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, But in 2020, I'm just going to be honest, once COVID hit, um, Tammy was killing it on social media with still staying productive, still staying active. And me, I was depressed because I'm used to traveling. So everything came to a halt. So I, I just challenged myself to do so much writing and send it out and see what the results would be when I do it. And, and that's why we're here today, 72 awards later with four projects. 72, woo, that is amazing. And speaking of getting into, you know, the art and pressuring yourself to do it. My first question is where and why did screenwriting become your choice of career? It really wasn't. And I say this all the time. Um, I used to always do music. So God rest her soul, my sister that passed away, she was the singer, I was the rapper, right? So we wanted to be these big superstars as artists. Like, so that didn't happen. I actually won a a Best Female Rap Award in 2008 in Boston at the New England Urban Music Awards. And it was like, my aunt would, God rest her soul, she passed away two years ago, but she would say, Tony, I just think that you should be a writer. You should just try to do film, turn your songs into music because of the way you tell a story. So I wasn't doing like the sexy songs that you see on the radio or like a bump and grind, nothing like that. My my songs were so emotional. It was just everything that I was going through, I was writing about. So I couldn't write you a hit like for the radio because I couldn't feel that, right? That's not what I was dealing with. I Back then I was so emotional. So that's what I would write about. And she was like, you can turn this into a movie because when I would be upset, I would write about that person and it would be funny, right? So I had one song called Lonely Joan and that's what made her say, you should really make your songs into films. So mm-hmm. that's, and for years I ignored her. I still tried to pursue the whole music thing and actually once my sister got sick I lost interest and then when she passed away I just was like I'm done I'm not doing any of this anymore but she's still my aunt was still encouraging me to do it and then I started making um, music videos for local rappers and singers doing writing the treatments and they I got a buzz from that and then I got a buzz from filming it so that's kind of what got me into it I was forced into it because even with filming I was forced into that a guy called me up one day like Tony I need your help and so I'm running down there because I don't know what it is I get there he shoves a camera in my hand and like I need you to help me film this video because you do animation it's good it's the same thing you're just holding the camera and the rest is history wow so it got it was forced on me it's not something I was passionate about but 
it's like they say when you have a calling yeah. and you ignore it, it's going to keep coming to you until you actually take it on. Yes. Right. Oh, so that's problem. how it happened. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry for the loss of your sister, you know, yeah. um, in what ways I know you said that you wanted to push it aside or you did push it aside. Did she actually still help you in spirit to keep pursuing writing? Every day, every day. It's just every day something reminds me of her. Um, like I said, I talk to her still in my dreams um, when I'm writing something or her and my aunt. I'm like, listen. I, my head's like, I have a headache. I need help with this, right? And, and, and I know some people probably don't believe that, but it happens. It happens. Yeah. My aunt was a published author. So she really knew the theory of writing. So that's what she would try to teach me. And I ignored her at the time, but I get it now, right? So I feel like she helps me write now. Yeah. Right. She's not here, but I, the stories that I'm writing, I feel like she would critique me to put it out or not put it out. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I would hold everything in and say, no, I don't know if it's good enough. So I'm not going to release it. And it, you'll just get that feeling like, girl, if you don't release this. Right. So you're going to regret it for yeah. sure. What yeah. skills would um, you tell our listeners? What skills or degree would they need to become a screenwriter? There's not, I mean, you probably hear this with a bunch of filmmakers. You don't necessarily need to go to school, but I think if you want to be the best you can be, I would definitely say take classes with writing, right? If you're a filmmaker, um, but also with acting and directing, right? Because they all align together. So I don't only write it, I also direct it. And then when I'm writing it, I do an audio version of the script. So I'm acting out all the parts so I can get that emotion. So I can know, okay, that wasn't strong enough. Let me change it, right? And then I do a table read with actors to then get even more insight on what I need to fix and what may need to stay the same. So for the listeners out there, I would just say, do your best to polish your skills, surround yourself with people who are better than you that are writers. Um, learn what you can from them, but also study. There's so many books out there. There's so many, if you can't afford to take a class, get on YouTube. There are so many seminars with how to write, how to format, how to do character development and just an hour a day, do it. Mm -hmm. An hour a day, do it. And then you'll keep writing every day and you'll see how easy it becomes once you create something every day. You may not use what you create every day, Right. For sure. But you but you will get better by doing it and doing it and doing it and then presenting it. And then sooner or later, someone's going to snatch you up and say, hey, I heard you're it. You yeah. So. What are the pros and cons of working in your field? Um, I mean, in life, I would say if you are have a hard time dealing with rejection, do not get into this business, right? Because if you are so passionate about your work and someone says no, and you let that be your downfall and you quit, you're never going to be able to recover from that, right? Because just because somebody rejects you doesn't mean you're not good. Yeah. You might not have been their cup of tea at that time. However, if you're getting rejected a lot, <laughs> take their advice and and polish up your skills and then start all over. You know what I mean? 
Um, the pros of it is when you see people acting out what you wrote and it coming to life and they're really amazing at it. There is nothing that beats that. That's better than money. That's better than anything because they're taking your words and they're becoming that character. I have an animation actually, it's called Mason City One Crew Summer. And I keep telling the actors, people can't see your face. So it doesn't matter if you're cute or not, right? You have to act. They have to be convinced your voice matches that character, right? So it's the same thing for me, the prose as I write it. And then when I get to bring it to life by having amazing actors and actresses, that is like the icing on the cake. It just is. That's beautiful. And speaking of your projects, you've done so many. What has been your favorite one that you've written thus far? Oh, my favorite one's always going to be Still Got the Juice because I wrote it with the inspiration of my sister, right? So she's actually on the poster. Like you call me on a good day because usually sometimes when I have to talk about her, I have to bust out crying, right? So um, I'm good today. I knew I wasn't going to cry today, but um, I... Um, it's, it's truth and fiction and still got the juice. So I take a little bit from here and I take something from there and I may draw, like totally exaggerate the scene, right? That's always going to be my baby because one, it's based in the 90s and I love how the music was in the 90s, how you dressed and how everything was so calm in the 90s. People were not afraid to be themselves. Today, I feel like you have to sugarcoat everything to make people comfortable. Right. And back then you did and you, you could say whatever you wanted and people understood where you were coming from. Today, you're canceled if you say the wrong thing to mm -hmm. anyone. So that's why I love Still Got the Juice because it's based in that time where you can go back and fantasize. Wow, I just love that response. I definitely yeah. have to watch that. I, I have to watch yeah. that. Um, multi-award winning you've won like you said 72 awards wow congratulations thank you what has your career trajectory been like ever since it's been busy <laughs> it's been it's been so busy sometimes I probably got bags under my eyes because I have um, still got the juice is a series mm -hmm. um, seven evils is a series right and Mason City the anime animation is also a series so I'm staying I'm working my day job mind you right guys can't lie I still have my day job right Don't but I'm, also, I'm still spending that same amount of time on my production mm -hmm. I'm giving that same 120 percent to my production so I'm going to bed like at four in the morning I got to get up at six to go to work right it's 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 like interviews, it's meetings with people, it's people wanting to see your work. And I can't give too much away, but it's, it's been amazing. Um, and we were in Hype Magazine, okay? Yes. Where they, Tammy and um, I think it's Cassandra, told me that they never, once you're in there, you're featured, you're, that's it. They don't promote you, they don't, but they promoted me on Twitter. Um, and Instagram. So that was amazing. And they still follow me and share things that I share with them at, that I'm in with their magazine. So that was such a highlight for the month of August. I'm still on a high from all that's happened in 2021. As it's should. definitely, it's definitely, everything happens for a reason. 
And I am so glad I never gave up because the, the, the cons also too, with being a writer and a filmmaker, you start over a lot. You start over a lot because you could lose a full cast and then you got to get another one, right? Because you're dealing with people's personalities all the time. And if, if it's not connecting where everybody's on the same page to make it happen, then you're, you find yourself starting over a lot and wanting to give up because you're like, damn, I can't get this right. But eventually you get it right. Right. And now you beat me to my uh, next question about the magazines. I was going to say you've been featured in Hype and even She yeah. Magazine and many Ooh, more. Yeah. So where yeah. else do you see you, you and your career in the next five years? Green light, <laughs> right? Right. So the world can finally see our product. That's where I see us. Mm -hmm. And I feel it. You know how you can feel something? Yes. You, you, you just, even though you win so much, you just have this feeling. I drank it. I feel it. Right. Right. So it's just a matter of time. Right. It's just a matter of time. And I know it's all God's plan. That's why I stay humble. I stay humble. And those people that I can help that probably didn't have it as easy as me, I, I want to be able to do that for them, to give them a little more of a push than what I had over the years getting into the industry. Mm -hmm. And speaking of helping, are there any programs that you know of that our listeners can maybe sign up or like you said, programs that they can try out in order to get into screenwriting or even get the practice? Um. You know something, what I would do, what I would suggest they do, all right, just write a script, write a short script, right? Mm -hmm. The best thing you could do um, before you write the script, just YouTube, if you don't have money, just look at how to format, develop um, your character and your plot, do a little script and send it to festivals. All right, because every festival has something to offer. Mm -hmm. Some of them, for me, I was offered, I had to pay, but I was offered a screenwriting class through a festival in Atlanta. That's how I was like, okay, I'm taking these classes online, but theirs was so in depth. It was like 50 classes, okay? You pay one fee, they give you 50 classes. Not only that, they show you step by step by step how to do it. And they send you scripts that are like big name movies. So you can read those so you understand what they're teaching you. Mm -hmm. So I would enter as many festivals as you can. And keep in mind, at first, they're not free, right? You do have to pay. But once you start winning, every festival is going to reach out to you for your project. And they're going to give you a waiver or they're going to give you a discount. So it, it gets easier when you start to get um, known in, 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 in this industry. For sure. And my last question for you, Tony, is... What advice can you give to our listeners for any field of media that they're entering and pursuing? What advice would you give them? I would say yeah, my number one thing is never give up. Um, the first person, um, the first start of your career, you invest in yourself. You're the first investment. I Instead of buying clothes and all this stuff, I invest in my production, right? Because if you see I'm investing in in me, someone else is going to invest in me, right? Because they see that I took that step with myself, right? So I would say that never give up, invest in yourself and surround yourself with people who want to see you win. If you surround yourself with people and you say, hey, I did this and they're like, mm, don't tell them anymore, right? 
Don't right. tell them anymore. Surround and be your own cheerleader. Don't always look for people to cheer for you. Yeah, you're always going to be. Oh my, that's a whole nother thing that we won't give. We don't do that over here. But <laughs> that's another thing you will see when you start to win and you start to excel in the industry you want to be in. People that you knew for years will stop speaking to you. Wow. People that you were working with will stop working with you because they feel you abandoned them. You didn't abandon them. You have a purpose, right? You have to pursue that. But it doesn't mean you forgot them, right? So just don't be afraid of rejection. Never give up. Surround yourself with people who want to see you win and genuinely want to see you win. They're not being an opportunist where you win and you they want you to put them on, right? Right. And that's what I would say and study, study. You want to be the best. How do you think people became the best is by studying. Oh, thank you so much for your time, Tony yeah. Hernandez. Where yeah. can our followers find you on social media and even see your films? Um, so I ask everybody, please be patient with our visuals because we still got the juice where we did everything over. We're not going to release those visuals, but we will let everyone know soon. But you can find me on Instagram on the Tony um, underscore Fernandez. No, Tony underscore filmmaker Fernandez and you can go I still got the juice page which is still got the juice dot gut dot the dot juice yes <laughs> and on Facebook Tony filmmaker Fernandez and on Twitter I forgot my Twitter feed <laughs> I think it's filmmaker Tony so you can once you see one page you'll see all my other pages as well Awesome. And BGIM podcast family, of course, follow BGIM podcast on Instagram and you can follow me at Dante's Inferno. And thank you so much again, Miss Tony Fernandez for being on episode one, season five.